Hey, this is Kieran, Coach's Corner Chats, and joining me is Kevin Talbot. Kevin, where are you at and what are you up to? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Um, I've uh, been living here most of my life outside of colleges and things like that. <clears throat> and what level is uh, the, the program that you're working with now? Yeah, College of Lake County is uh, it's a Division II junior college where uh, about as far north in uh, in Illinois as you can get, uh, pretty close to the Wisconsin Illinois border. Pretty the, the county pretty much covers that northeast corner of Illinois. <clears throat> What's the experience coaching junior college like? What is it perspective wise versus maybe what people hear as Division three, Division two, and those types of programs? NAIA. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've had a really good experience. This is going to be kind of ending up with my uh, with my fifth year. Um, you know, I've coached club soccer in Illinois for a long time. Um, so I've, uh, it mostly until, you know, the last five years coached all ages, but also high school kids and, and helped them get into college. So now I'm on kind of the flip side of that. And I mean, it's been great. It's been, um, you know, meeting a lot of people, um, you know, mostly in, in Illinois, the Midwest area, but, um, it's just been a good experience, uh, giving me a chance to kind of branch out and, uh, just meet all kinds of people. I mean, the recruiting parts, it, it can be tough, but also the, the, the most enjoyable part that I've um, experienced with, with being at the college just because, you know, you're just out there meeting all kinds of different people, different coaches and, and, and the players, obviously, their parents, brothers and sisters, you know, all kinds of things. So, I mean, I've really, really enjoyed the experience so far. You talk about being there for five years, which is a great kind of opportunity to, to create a foundation for the program. When you yeah. started there, what were some of the things that you wanted to start getting in place to hopefully build and, and you know, a long reign here at this uh, college? Yeah, I mean, it. you know, the uh, the college, um, I think about 10 years ago now and maybe 10, 12, 13 years ago was uh, had done very well, actually had a few national uh, tournament appearances and things like that. Uh, the coach right before me was only there for a year and, or no, not even the whole year, but like the, the fall season, he coached the fall. And then, uh, I believe he was from, from England and maybe his visa ran out. So he had to go back to England and he and could coach. So, you know, with the, the process, I come in, you know, maybe April of 2018, so just giving me in, in, in Illinois high school girl soccer's in the spring, luckily enough. So I had that that spring season to start recruiting. But yeah, I, I had an initial meeting <clears throat> with six players um, once I got first hired. So six players. So yeah, I mean, just like a lot of programs, it's just build a roster. <laughs> so that's what I did. I, luckily, the previous coach had some names, maybe some players that had come to an open house at the college or something like that. But yeah, I had to start uh, just going, finding every high school in, in Lake County and seeing, you know, what the landscape was and who the players were. I mean, again, like I said, I've coached in Northern Illinois for a good 20 years, um, maybe just a tad bit south of Lake County, but, you know, you still travel into Lake County as, as a travel soccer coach. Um, but yeah, I really had to learn the landscape and learn, you know, learn the coaches, the players and, and everything. So, but that was, yeah, that was the biggest thing, build a roster. Um, I know those players, for instance, had said, um, the sophomores weren't very nice to us when we were when we were uh, this past year when we were freshmen. So we want a, you know a culture change. Um, so that was the biggest thing. Okay, you 
you sophomores, you know, let's let's buddy up with the incoming freshmen. Then now I'm going out recruiting and and you know get a good positive experience for everybody. How important was that conversation of listening to the players and getting their feedback and not only one hearing them, but actually applying what they were asking about taking action? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit eye opening, you know, um, I mean, I had coached high school girls in, in, in the club scene for, uh, for a bunch of years. Um, but, you know, a lot of times uh, you coach those players for um, several years. I mean, sometimes not, but sometimes I had a team uh, right, you know, I had a team that I coached uh, for once they were about 10, 11 years old, all the way until they graduated college. And that was the only team I've ever done that way. or not graduate college, sorry, graduate high school and went into college. So um, that's, I've only done that once in my, on my career, but um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, for just day one, the players telling you, yeah, the, you know, the, the last year sophomores that are gone now, they weren't very welcoming to us, you know, and we want to, we want, uh, we need a better experience. Yeah. I mean, that was, um, okay, here we go. I'm a, I'm a college coach now. <laughs> um, this is this is this is it. It's you know it, it's not all about uh, hey we didn't win last year we didn't we didn't learn anything. It's hey the the you know the the sophomores weren't so great to us and we want a better a better culture. So you know you you learn quickly. Hey, it's not not always about winning and losing and 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 the the, the soccer part of it. It's it's hey we're 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 here and we're, this is our college soccer team and we want a good experience. We might only be here for one more year if we're not going to move on to a four-year school. So, um, you know, we're looking at, at you coach to make this, you know, a more fun experience. So that was, you know, that's, that was, this is what I needed to do. So you talked about being around Chicago for most of your life. Yeah. When did, when did Kevin become interested in soccer? Were you playing? Like how did all of this kind of, how did the journey begin? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, pretty much my parents, you know, um, when I was uh, six years old, they threw me on a soccer field and in, in the suburbs of Chicago and said, go, go play, you know. So, yeah, I pretty much played uh, my entire life. I did not play like for my college, but I played, um, you know, club soccer. I played. But even when I was in college, I, I went to uh, uh, University of Wisconsin, Madison for my undergrad um and played in the in the city um like the city men's league um graduated college and then i mean still always played so i was always into sports i was not good at anything except soccer couldn't uh, hit a baseball uh, uh only five foot six so wasn't very useful on a basketball court too small to play football um so soccer is really the only thing i was good at and even though i enjoy all sports still i mean that's that's what kind of stuck um and you know, just kind of it kind of went from there as far as soccer. But yeah, I always played, and and uh, you know, still still love watching the game today and coaching and all that. <clears throat> so as you're playing, you do some stuff there in Madison. How does how does your first coaching opportunity come about? Yeah, you know, and, and when I think about it, it kind of I think it was sort of always there. I think even in high school, I think maybe my senior year, I was you know team one of the team managers for the girls soccer team and and uh, helping some of the players learn how to you know shoot the ball with their toe down with you know pointing their toe down. Um, I, I think even in high school as as a player, you know the I think the first experience I had is the uh, is our high school coach sent me home with some DVDs. I don't even remember what they were anymore. Um, it might've been the old Corver, the first Corver DVDs, but I would come back, I had to come back to the high school team and show them how to, you know, do a fake and how to do this kind of move or that kind of move. 
Um, and I think that's was kind of my first experience. And then, you know, like I said, I helped it with the girls team a little bit. But yeah, then it was, uh, you know, as far as coaching, it was it, there was, you know, wasn't coaching for all. I went to University of Wisconsin, Madison. I was a journalism major and I really wanted to uh, really wanted to be a sports writer. Um, I mean, I loved reading and writing and I, I loved reading my uh, my mom, even when I was in college, would send me uh, the sporting news, old, old, uh, old sports magazines and things like that. Um, and I wanted to be a journalism major and, uh, you know, it, it, uh, came towards the end of college and, and they said, Hey, you know, you're a good news writer. You can start at a small local newspaper and work your way up. And I said, ah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, so I went to law school instead, or I took a year off, um, kind of a gap year, I guess they call it. And, and, uh, then went to law school. Um, still played soccer a little bit when I with my buddies in law school. Um, but it wasn't until, uh, I mean, this is really how it started. Uh, after law school, I mean, the bar exam is given every uh, July and February. Um, so I was, you know, graduated law school and was ready, studied all summer to take the bar exam. And I had a little bit of a paperwork snafu where I was not allowed to take the bar exam. Um, there were some papers that I just didn't know about and I didn't fill them out and they didn't let me take the bar exam. So um, I had some buddies that owned a uh, soccer apparel store and I uh, went in there and said, hey, is there, you know, any, you know about any coaching I could do? And they said, no, we could work at our store. So that's what I did. And I met some friends. I mean, uh, this is, honestly is uh, 1997 and I met two or three friends in that store that I am still coaching with or friends with today. Um, and they kind of got me into coaching. Um, and I've been doing that ever since really. I've been coaching club, um, still doing lawyer stuff. And then, you know, last five, I coached uh, high school for a few years and then, uh, and then now the, the college job. So that's, so that's really how it started a little snag with my, uh, uh, you know, premature, uh, or my, my snag in my attorney career got me actually into my coaching career. The, the interesting thing was when you got done with school and you were like, I don't know if the journalism thing, like the opportunities are what I want. Right. How important was that year, that gap year? We hear about that now with yeah. students like between high school and college. How important was that year for you to kind of get your feet settled as to what your next direction was going to be? Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, um, you know, it's tough. And, you know, sometimes I tell people, hey, you know, if you if you drop out of school or something, you know, you won't go back, you know, um, and and that's what my parents worried about. You know, they said, if you you stop now, you know, you're going to stop. And I, I just said, I, you know, and I just had done so much reading and writing um, and and in math and, and science and everything. And I just I, I and I had decided I did want to go to law school by the end of my undergrad. And I said, if I do it now, I'll, I'll just burn myself out. I'm just, I just need a break, you know? Um, and I, I actually got an internship, um, which was kind of a combination of my two academic interests. I was work, I worked for like the first semester in Washington, DC. Um, there was a, an organization called the Student Press Law Center, and they helped uh, like high school and college students with censor, censorship issues, uh, um, people stealing college newspapers and and it was a couple lawyers but they would put out a magazine three times a year and they'd have a couple interns 
two interns uh, three times a year, write up the magazine, you know, write up, uh, you know, contact the, the high school students that their principal was, you know, not letting them write something or not letting them print something in the yearbook or like I said, college issues, and you'd write these articles. Um, so it was a, sort of a journalism slash but law, you know, combination because freedom of the press, First Amendment type stuff. Um, and it was great. I did that for uh, for that, you know, first semester. And then I came back home to my parents' home in, in Chicagoland. And uh, I had a buddy that uh, was, um, he was a civil engineer and uh, he worked, you know, his company had road crew and I was road crew. I was, I was, you know, holding up the the little post and, and, you know, they would design roads and parking lots. And I did that for, for a summer because the winter too little, too cold. So spring and summer. So I just kind of was out on the roads doing doing uh doing work like that getting up early 6 a.m and getting on the roads and doing that stuff and then and then also so it was important I, I mean you know even though maybe that first semester was still doing journalism type stuff but um yeah I just I just didn't want to open up really open a book and and be studying I knew it was going to be a three-year you know law school be a three-year process and I knew if I I just couldn't go right into it right away. I needed, I just needed a, you know, a little bit of a break. So um, it worked out for me because, you know, I did go to law school and I still, even though I coach a lot, I still practice law. <laughs> I was going to ask, how has being a lawyer, has, what impact has that had on in terms of your coaching? Are some, are there things that you've experienced um, through your time as a lawyer that help you as a coach? Yeah, I'm sure my my uh, my players don't love it because they you know they try to out argue me and <laughs> and they, they don't always win, you know. But at the same time, um, sometimes they do win, you know. And I think it, it allows me to uh, to listen, you know, if they have a, a training idea or you know uh, you know should we use two forwards instead of three forwards idea, you know. And and I, I it is in my brain to listen to to all sides before i make my final decision so i think uh i you know i think i i'm able to keep a cool head when when um you know confronted with you know uh with things like that with with arguments and things like that and and uh you know i think i can be rational i think it can be fair when you know talking to players um uh, about performance and things like that but yeah i mean i i i do think i have always been um pretty good about um, thinking before I make a decision or, or before I talk and, you know, kind of listening to, to all angles before, you know, before I, um, before I speak, you know. It sounds like too, that you've coached quite a lot on the female side. What about the female side is kind of like enjoyable for you as a coach? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, the, uh, the enjoyable part is that, and, and actually I'm, I'm, uh, I do, I'm co with club. I have, uh, the seventh and eighth grade girls, but I actually have a uh, 2011 boys team. So it's the first boys team I've coached in, in probably five, six, seven, eight years. So I do have a little bit of both this year, but, but yeah, um, you know, it's, especially for the younger ones. I mean, they, you know, I, most kids all are there for fun. You know, they all want to, they're there cause they're, they want to, they love the exercise. They want to get out and be with their friends and things like that. Um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of coaches feel the same way, but you know, the girls, you can get them, uh, especially at a younger age, you can get them a little, they'll listen a little bit better. I mean, I shouldn't say just the younger age. It's kind of the youngest age and the oldest age, you know, the, the guys seem like they, you know, they like to think they know everything. Um, you know, the females will, will uh listen a little bit better um and take your 
coaching a little bit better and, um, you know, and, and try to apply it. They really want to please, you know, they want to please, they want to do the right thing. Um, you know, and sometimes I think that's to their fault, uh, especially, um, at the younger ages, you know, if you tell them, Hey, you know, go left, they're going to go left, even when they should go right, you know? So, um, I think that happens a little bit, but I mean, yeah, they, I think they, you know, they, they typically will listen better and really try to apply what they learn, um, or what they're, you know, what they're being told, what they're learning, what they're working on. They really want to impress and they want to, um, you know, they want to, uh, get that praise, you know, they're really looking for that praise, I think, and, and, and to do well, you know? You mentioned earlier kind of reaching out to the soccer apparel store and then your buddies started getting into coaching and brought you along and you're still connected. How important has that relationship as they've grown as coaches and you've grown in terms of where you're at now in your soccer journey? Yeah, it's interesting. At, at my soccer club, which is in Arlington Heights, Illinois, uh, we have um the our, our director of coaching Dwayne Cruz he he is the he's pretty much the guy that got me into coaching I was uh I've been coaching mo a little a little off but mostly on with him since that 1997 or 98 really um been coaching with him uh club wise I was a, his assistant at a at a junior college for a few years he's at a different junior college now but he's in the same conference as me so now for the last three years we we've gone against each other um another coach in our club is at a junior college in our area not necessarily they're a D d3 junior college so we might play each other but they're not in the same conference um the men's coach at the college of lake county is in our club he's this is his he's finishing his first year um and then a guy that just left our club to basically run the boys side of another club um you know he used to be a college coach he used to be at northern illinois university and he I, so i've known our director of coaching Dwayne and eric luzzy both since 97 98 um and you know uh eric who is uh, at a different club uh i still talk to him every couple every couple weeks um check in things like that and yeah and really a lot of what i've learned in coaching comes from from Dwayne, um who uh like i said i mean i just never coached before and he just brought me in um he was coaching you know eight nine year old girls a couple teams and then he uh, went and started his own club, and it was basically him and I uh, coaching two, three, four teams, things like that, uh, merged with another club. And then we kind of both went our separate ways club-wise, and then he took over this club we're at now about eight years ago or so. And I uh, – or maybe longer than that. I think I've been there seven or eight years, so he may have been there 10, 11 years by now. Um, yeah, so we kind of been coaching together again. Um now we're in the same conference for, for our colleges. So, yeah, I mean, I, I learned a lot, definitely, um, you know, shaped a lot of, a lot of what I believe in, especially at the youth soccer, you know, he's big into, you know, attacking one V one, you know, and he was, he's always been really uh, a follower of university of North Carolina women's program. Um, so I'm now a big follower of the, of women's uh, North Carolina women's soccer program, as I'm sure a lot of people are. And, you know, so just influences like that, you know, and, and, and then from, from, from Eric, who also I knew from back in those late nineties, um, you know, he's, he, uh, is really sort of been, even though I'm older than him, sort of a mentor as far as, uh, coaching education and improving and, you know, kind of always trying to get better. Um, you know, I, I uh, kind of following in his footsteps, I've, you know, I've gotten a B license. Um, I've gotten the uh, coaching education, the grassroots license to be able to teach grassroots licenses. And that's kind of, you know, stemmed from some of the stuff he does. Um, coaching in our 
uh, Illinois ODP program, you know, so just a lot of that stuff, you know, came from, um, came from kind of just, you know, learning from him and listening to him. He's, you know, big tactical guy and always trying to get better. Um, so yeah, you know, learned a lot, learned a lot from other people. Cause you know, I just was doing the college thing and the lawyer thing for a while. And, you know, I just decided to, you know, get more, you know, into, into coaching and trying to get as good as I could be at the, at it. You talked about how on the men's side now is one of your coaches that you've, you know, have a good relationship with. How has that helped in terms of growing both of the programs? I know he's only been there a year, but how yeah. do you see that? I mean, that's got to be a huge positive. Yeah, it is. You know, um, you know, I would say that we try to at the college, we try to, uh, you know, I've been trying to do, you know, a couple days a week of training. Um, you know, it's not the same as the fall when we're when we're out there every day. And, you know, it's, it's tough. I, I try to be flexible with my team in the spring season because, because of me doing lawyer stuff by day and even coaching club soccer at night, my, you know, my college stuff's got to be at two o'clock or our trainings has to be at two o'clock. Our um, games are at four o'clock when they're during the week. And, you know, sometimes the weekends are all times. So, um, so because at two o'clock, it's tough for a lot of our players who have jobs and, have, uh, you know, they're living at home and have, still have responsibilities at home and things like that. So, um, so sometimes it's tough for them. Like, Hey, you know, that two o'clock, I can't, I can't work a full day if I'm not in class that day, because I either got to work in the morning only, which, or in the evening only, cause you're practicing from two to four ish. So, um, so I give them flexibility in the spring and, uh, let them, you know, if they got to work and they can't make training, that's okay. If they got to take a class and it overlaps, you know, two o'clock, that's okay. So we get less players this year, you know, unlike past year, they've been able to talk to our men's coach and let's say, hey, let's, let's let our men and women just train together and play futsal. I mean, that's kind of what we've been doing. Um, let them play futsal together. And now instead of me having, you know, four to eight players, um, we have uh, 12 to 16 or 17 and they're able to play. And, and now my, my women are training against the guys um, or with the guys and against the guys, I guess. So um, that's great for them. So that helps a lot. Um, and then, you know, this particular coach, um, you know, he's he's younger than me for sure, but he's been coaching in the area as well, you know, and he has a lot, you know, so now we have good contacts for each other. You know, I've been, I've made a lot of good club contacts and, and high school contacts in the area um, so I can help him um, and, you know, kind of show him the ropes of all this stuff. Um, and like I said, he's got a lot of contacts and he can, I mean, we had a player uh, we talked to, um, a month or so ago that was thinking about transferring from her college and there was an ID camp <clears throat> that a club was running and I had to be uh, in Tennessee for ODP, but then he was there and he was able to talk to her and, you know, and Hey, talk, <laughs> give this person a call. And, you know, she's looking to transfer. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a good relationship because we've, we've been friends for, you know, five, six, seven years. And now I can show him the ropes at college and, and he's, but he's been around a lot where he can help me with contacts and things like that as well. You talked about the schedules and balancing being a lawyer, doing club, now having the junior college uh, head position. How do you keep it all kind of balanced in there? Is there a, 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 a organized chaos or yes. how do we do it, Kevin? Yeah, I, I, I really don't know. That's, my, my mom asks me that all the time. Google Calendar is an amazing thing. Um, that's That's what keeps me all straight. Um, I mean, the beauty is I, 
I have an office, a law office that I, I don't go to all that often, but I work for myself. And if I didn't work for myself, there's just no way I could do it. So that's the big, that's step number one. You got to, you know, that's why you get a, you know, get college degrees so you can go on and work for yourself. So that is number step number one. Um, yeah. And then, you know, you just gotta, you know, you just kind of get lucky. You know, I, I mean, uh, I've, I think in, in the five years, I, I mean, I've never missed a game, a college game. Um, I've missed, you know, two or three practices. That's it in the five years. Um, and that's it. So it, it's just, you know, it's, it's, you know, the college season's kind of for us August 1st to first week of November, depending on how the playoffs go. So for three months, I just gotta get things in the morning or, you know, early enough in the afternoon where I can do something quick and then get off to practice. I'll tell you that this zoom stuff has been a, has really been a lifesaver. Um, uh, the, the Zoom has made it, you know, uh, very easy for me. I mostly do uh, criminal and traffic defense, you know, so um, anything from DUIs and thefts and domestic batteries and, you know, you know, worse, but um, I'm handling out of traffic cases too. So if I have a, a traffic case at, you know, one or one thirty, I can just be up in my office at the college and jump on Zoom and, and, you know, work it out and then go off to practice. So the Zoom has really helped a lot. I mean, before that, you know, there were simply some tricky situations that, uh, you know, overlapped, but, um, you know, um, you know, Zoom has made things, you know, you know, much easier for me to get through things quickly and not have to, uh, you know, be driving around all over the place. So, uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, you gotta be organized, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna have the best of both worlds, you gotta be organized and I make sure my calendar is, correct you know everything is in there i mean today was i mean today was has been a crazy day i mean it's i was i've already done i think four court cases um and then you know now we're talking and i've club practice from 5 30 to 8 30 tonight so it's it's definitely one of those uh one of those crazy days but you know just take it one step at a time you know the other thing i was going to ask is you just talked about your mom kind of saying like how are you getting all of this done <laughs> And you talked about when you left Madison and you were like, I'm not sure what I want to do yet. So I'm going to take a year. And she was like, Oh goodness gracious. How excited has she been to see you one to go after your, your drive for being a lawyer and also the love of soccer. How excited are your parents in terms of where you're at right now? Yeah. I mean, she's, she's, uh, she's been great. She's definitely, you know, uh, been my, my biggest, fan, my biggest supporter, you know, my dad passed away in 2019, right after we won a region championship. So, I mean, he had been sick for a good 10 years. So it wasn't, you know, like a, one of those, like all of a sudden things. I mean, he just kind of deteriorated over those years, but, uh, but yeah, but I mean, they, in, in soccer, you know, my dad was my coach, you know, my dad was my coach growing up until I went to, I mean, I didn't do club soccer play until, um, until I went to high school. So, um, you know, he was my coach growing up. And when I went to Madison and I mean, and played in, in men's leagues um, and I, you know, I didn't tell them this, but they would, I mean, it's only a two hour drive, but they would come up and watch me play soccer when, when I was not even playing for the school, just, you know, in a men's league, they'd come up, not every week, but they'd, they'd both come up and, and come watch me play, take me and my roommate out to eat. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, my mom's always trying to, uh, you know, uh, in a good way, like 
you know, she tells all her friends, hey, you know, oh, someone tells her the, some sort of legal issue. Hey, call my son, call my son. You know, and <laughs> most of the time it's stuff that I that I don't really uh, deal with because I deal with mostly criminal and traffic stuff. So her friends are not getting into that kind of trouble. Um, but it's like, oh, you know, the, someone didn't, you know, return my money or didn't, uh, you know, or, you know, if it fell down or something, you know. Um, but no, they've always been huge supporters. I mean, again, with, with, uh, you know, with COVID and, and, and Zooms and live streaming becoming more a thing, you know, she can, uh, you know, it's kind of a drive for her, um, to get up to where my college is, but she can watch our home games. We home, we live stream our home games. So she'll watch our, our home grain, our home games through her computer. Um, so, I mean, that's been good, uh, and, but yeah, I mean, she's, you know, she, when, uh, you know, what, not so much recently, but when I've coached club soccer, little kids, I mean, her, she has come to games. Um, maybe my dad did too, when I was coaching her. Yeah. I think they both had come to some of my, uh, you know, the, the club kid games and stuff like that in the past. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, everyone knows I'm a lawyer and, and coach. And when I, you know, see someone, oh, I hear you're, you're so busy, you're coaching soccer and you're a lawyer. Like I hear that all the time from my mom's friends or people that are helping around the house, things like that. So yeah, they, 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 she's, she, I think she's been happy with my, with my decision and you know, what I've, what I've done with myself. The only thing I didn't do that she wanted me to do was go to business school and then become a lawyer you know she wanted me an accountant and then a lawyer so that's what she wanted and i tried to do a little business school and i was i was doing horrible with economics and computer programming and all that kind of stuff so i said i, I gotta i gotta do journalism i want to be a sports writer and i like writing and it even have to be sports writing but i mean that was what i preferred but you know i wrote for our college newspaper a little bit and did some political stuff or went to a political meeting and did some college sports stuff but i mean that's kind of what I was leaning for, leaning towards until, uh, until, uh, the lawyer thing kind of stuck in my head. But, um, but yeah, she's been, I mean, supportive all the way. She helps me with the, with bookkeeping as far as my, uh, the law office goes and, and, and still. So, I mean, whatever, you know, whatever I need, she's been, she's been there. What was the, some of the memories you have of your dad when he was coaching you when you were younger, what was that experience? Like? <laughs> Cause sometimes you hear the dynamics sometimes can be, the the line between dad and coach can sometimes get blurred a little bit. Yeah, no, that you know, my memory is with no, nothing really with that. He was they were never uh, because my dad didn't play soccer. I mean, this is you know, this is the seventies and eighties. My dad didn't play soccer. He played baseball. Um, I mean, I don't know how many people uh, remember Steve Carlton as a as a Hall of Fame baseball player, but he caught for him in high school. So he was he was he was a baseball. I mean. Um, you know, he was a baseball guy, football guy. Um, so he didn't know anything about soccer. So he he was a complete supportive, great parent slash soccer coach. Now, at the same time, now it came to um, the other coaches. I mean, you know, I, I've lost touch with some of the people that I grew up playing against, you know, because it was it was it was Park District soccer, like I said, until I was in high school. So we grew up with people and then went to high school. And then you run into some of those guys that used to play against or played with. Um, he used to battle it out with those coaches for sure. Those participant coaches, he would battle it out. Um, you know, they're, they're yelling at each other, screaming at each other, um, you know, uh, all the time. I mean, there was, you know, was, there was a few of them that would always get into it. And, they, and he, my dad was one of the guys who was always getting into it with the other coaches. I mean, nothing physical, of course, but always, you know, there's always the yelling in the back and forth and the, in the, in the park district rivalries, you know, um, all that kind of stuff. But 
but no, to, to, to me and to, he was, you know, to, into, uh, my teammates, they were, they were, they were the greatest. I mean, they were, you know, bring the, the definitely brought the orange slices to the games and, 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 uh, they definitely did the team parties at the end of the season, going to movies or going to, you know, Chicago sting games back, back in the day when there was a Chicago sting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I were going back a ways. Um, so uh, nothing, nothing like that is, you know, more prevalent today where I, he was, he was, uh, you know, getting on me on the way home. Just, I mean, he, he's just put us out there to play. He didn't, you know, he didn't really know the game. So, you know, there's not much he could tell me what to do. So, <laughs> so. What is the experience of at a junior college, having them for two years and then continually kind of that turnover? How do you develop a program with, you know, as not having the advantage of four years? Yeah, it's, it's not easy at all. Definitely not easy. I mean, we're, you know, we're, uh, trying to, um, especially in the high school season, trying to see as much as possible. Um, and it really, it's just, uh, I mean, I think what I think I've been able to do is, and that's something I kind of think I've taken from my parents is, is to be a good, uh, good person and a good mentor for my players. Um, so now when I'm seeing these coaches, some club, um, and, but mostly I would say for me in my County and Lake County, cause most of the players I get on my team are from the County um good relationship with the high school coaches and you know they you know they now they pretty much all recognize me um if they see me around the team they'll say hey you know say hi to coach kevin ladies um hey coach you want to talk to our team a little bit you know sometimes i do or sometimes i already have um so it's just you know it's just being i think being being a good coach being a good guy and you know getting the respect from the players and then they go back and they tell their high school teammates, um, you know, this was a good place to go. I had a player that is going on to a four-year college that had recently texted me that it was the best choice of her, of her best decision of her life was to come play. And I know she had um, uh, options at four-year schools before she came to us. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a big culture in, in Northern Illinois, you know, of, of, of soccer and uh, my players in the non, you know, not in our season are playing indoor soccer pretty much from November till summer, whenever, you know, whenever the snow melts and it gets warm enough to play. And I mean, I sometimes will go and watch them play indoor soccer. And I mean, I see players that I coached from 2018. Um, and then, you know, I sit down with a couple of players and they're sitting with people and they're like, oh, yeah, she played for CLC in 2011 and 10 and nine, you know, which is before me, of course. But um and you know just kind of that just kind of just kind of being there i mean i think that's the most important thing for me um it's again just for everything we've talked about it's not always easy with everything else i have going on but just being there and and you know the 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 teams the players and a lot of the high schools know my face because they've seen me at their games you know i try to see most of the high schools and for ones that i get more players than other i mean i'm there three to five six games in in the spring of, of theirs especially when they're playing each other. So, you know, I get two for one there, but um, just kind of being there, just, you know, just kind of being there and, and showing my face at the games. And, you know, I try to contact all the coaches in the area every spring before the season starts. Um, and just so they know, like, Hey, this, the program's doing well, graduating people, getting people to play at four year colleges. So, you know, you know, you, their, their players will be in good hands with us. So I think I've been able to, you know, establish that. So one of the things I'm hearing is just being visible, not just at the college, but 
in the surrounding area and in the yeah. county has been super important for you. And then is is that kind of the the mark of a quality JUCO is that you do have players going on to the on to four year or how do you measure, I guess, success for your program at the JUCO? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I mean, for me, it's most important that they do graduate that, they, you know, I love um, when I hear that they're graduating, you know, um, you know, not everyone graduates. I mean, I've, I've had players that have gone through the first year of junior college, gone through the fall soccer season and then dropped out, you know, and, and I hate that, you know, because, you know, I mean, a lot of times, you know, we do have athletic scholarships. So, I mean, a lot of times we've used some of the athletic money on them to get them through the two years of, of college and they, and they didn't, you know, but so to me, when they actually graduate with a degree, that's awesome. Cause I mean, I, I mean, I've, you know, I have a, there's a player at, at our, at CLC right now, College of Lake County right now that played in 2021, that first season dropped out. And I just kept in contact with her over, you know, the, the, the fall, um, or I'm sorry, the, the spring or winter, summer, and uh, went with her. She needed me to go with her because that was the only way she was going to do it. And she had, you know, get, went back into school for the fall of 2022 after she had dropped out. I said, don't even play soccer. Just take a couple, two classes, you know. Um, you know, she's working, of course, to take two classes, just get back into college. And she's still, you know, and that was fall of 2022. You know, she's still taking classes and, you know, staying in school. So, I mean, to me, that's that's the win. Um now, yeah, for, you know, for kind of, uh, um, you know, soccer wise and program wise. Yeah. I mean, we definitely want to promote that we have players going on and playing at four year schools. I mean, we've had, uh, I think I have three so far and a couple more still looking around. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's a great mark that if you, you know, cause a lot of players want to know, um, can I, you know, will you help me get into a four-year school? And can I keep playing soccer to four-year school if I come play for you? You know, and you you want to be able to tell them yes. And the answer is always yes. There's always a place for somebody, you know, if they put in the work. Um, but uh, you know, I you know, I want to be able to say, yeah, I've I have helped people, I've helped people move on, you know. Um, I do, you know, and and again, being around for a while, I, you know, especially in the Illinois area, I know a lot of coaches and you know, there's coaches in other parts of the country too, but definitely in the in the Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana area, I know um those are where most of my contacts are. And so it's easy for me to to say, Hey, this look at this school, look at that school. Um so I'm definitely proud when they keep playing, you know, and I, and I want to go see them play when they keep playing, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, graduating and then going on to play is, is great. It's, you know, makes me feel good. You talked about there being a lot of options soccer wise in the Chicago area and just in Illinois in general, you're doing ODP, you're doing right. all, some of the, all these other things. What, what are some of the strengths of Illinois soccer that stands out for you in terms of being in that Mecca? Yeah. Well, there's so many people, you know, there's so many, there's so many people in, in uh, Chicagoland, you know, and soccer is everywhere. I mean, there is, there is a soccer club in every town, you know, and that's not always a great thing. Um, uh, but there's a soccer club every, every town, you know, so it's, you know, like for me when I'm recruiting and I'm, I don't just have to look at every town's high school, every town has a soccer club. So I'm looking at, at each soccer club as well. You know, so it's the amount of people. And I think there's um, and I think the biggest thing, I mean, Chicagoland, like probably, like you know, obviously, like most big cities, there's uh, a culture of soccer. Um, there are, you know, clubs just based on ethnicities. There's, you know, German clubs and Italian clubs and Polish clubs and 
you know, Serbian clubs and Bosnian clubs. And obviously there's a, you know, very large Hispanic culture in, in, uh, in, in Chicagoland. Um, so um, every, I mean, everyone's, there's an indoor soccer place, you know, when I, I, I mean, the first soccer places, indoor soccer places was when I was in, you know, junior high, middle school. And now, I mean, there are indoor soccer places everywhere, you know, and, and very well known ones in the area. I mean, you can go and see semi-pro games and pro games. Um, it's just, there's just, you know, it's just so much soccer, just, you know, it's just so many people and so many different, very, uh, varying cultures, you know, up here. So it's just, um, you know, it's, such a love of the game. I mean, and, and, you know, uh, my players, you know, I uh, see more and more of my players are, are into professional soccer, women's and men's, you know, they're, they post stuff on their social media, um, you know, men's soccer and women's soccer, um, which is not something I, I saw. I would have, you know, not that social media was huge 10 years ago, but from the female side of things, you know, I mean, um, and now, I mean, they're just as into it as the guys are. Um, and they watch and we watch, we went to a, uh, my college team went to a tournament. Where'd we go? We went to Iowa in 2019. Was that when we, no, no, we, I'm sorry. We went to the national tournament in the COVID spring. Cause you know, fall, but COVID knocked us to the spring. We went to the national tournament that year in Georgia. So the summer, June of 2021. Um, and we, a lot of rain, our tournament, we were done. We were knocked out. Um, but we were in our hotel, got the lobby, got, Buffalo Wild Wings and started watching, um, I don't know if it was the Nations League final, but it was U.S. versus Mexico. So, I mean, we we took over lobby and we got pretty loud. So, <laughs> so it was fun. But that, I mean, to me, it's, you know, it's a great thing about Chicago and there's just every, every, everyone, you know, is, soccer is just huge up here. I've always thought it's one of the bigger, you know, uh, soccer bases in the country. I mean, you know, obviously there's East Coast and Southern California, Northern California, St. Louis, of course, Texas. I mean, there's a lot of it you know chicago's always been you know a traditional soccer hotspot. you mentioned earlier that first meeting with your players and it was the five or six and you're like yeah. i just got to get players on the roster now we're five years into it what now is some of the focuses as you go into next fall it's completely different from that first right. spring right. how right. is it now what's kevin looking to do moving on to next spring? yeah yeah i mean you know now it's it's trying to it's it's trying to really trying to get the best players I can, you know, um, you know, as far as just the soccer part of it, I mean, that's, you know, I'm, you know, as far as a culture, we want to keep having that good culture and all that. But as far as just the soccer part of it, it's, you know, we want to be good. We went to national, the national tournament in that 2020-21 season. Um, we had a decent season in, in the fall of 2021. And then uh, this past season was my first losing record at the College of Lake County, but it was not bad soccer. It was a great, a fantastic team. Um, we lost to multiple nationally ranked teams by a two to one score, you know, so it was like, we just had troubles, fin troubles finishing. Um, but we were moving the ball up and down the field. I mean, it was, you know, it, it, it just, we just didn't put the ball in the back of the net enough. So, um, you know, stuff like that, you know, um, we want to, we want, we need to score more goals, you know, and we lost our, we're losing our keeper. She's played her two years. Now I'm looking for goalkeepers, you know? So, um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's, it, I don't know if it's just our conference, our region, um, but, you know, in 2019 was when we won our region tournament. That's what kind of moves us on to the the next step in the playoff system, winning your region tournament. Um, and that was my second year. So I thought, hey, this is easy. <laughs> and then 2020, we made it to the national tournament, but it was a, a wild card spot. We didn't win our region tournament. We were second and got a wild card spot to nationals. 
Um, and then, you know, it's been not as good the last two seasons. So, um, and it seems like, you know, and I don't think I've dropped in an overall talent base at all. I think, you know, these other schools caught up, you know, my good buddy, uh, like I said, he's in our conference now. So he's, he's getting a lot of internationals at his school, which is not something that I'm uh, able to do really. I can, but it's, it's too, it's, it's not very easy for me to get internationals at my school. So, um, you know, there's that. And just, you know, and other schools that maybe they get new coaches and now they're building up their programs. So, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I gotta, I'm, you know, scratching and clawing. I'm, you know, now I gotta, I gotta get back up there. You know, I, you know, this is probably going to be my only college job and I want it to be, you know, I want to win. So um, now it's just trying to get the, the, get the best players. Um, so I'm at, you know, I'm at, I'm at uh, high school soccer tournaments. There was a big one this past weekend um, and I'm talking to parents at games and, you know, I'm, I'm really just looking for the, for the, the, the best players I can at, at you know, and, and the players that haven't figured out what they want to do yet, like seniors, I should say seniors, maybe they haven't figured out where they want to go to college yet. So, um, and I try to present them like, it's, we're a great option and you're going to have fun and you're, we're going to play good soccer. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm, I'm trying to, you know, not have a losing record again. That's the biggest thing. And I think I got a good shot. Um, couple positions still shoring up a little bit, but, um, you know, I think I have some good talent coming in. You just mentioned that this may be your only coaching position that you'll take. Is there any aspirations at all to maybe go and maybe try to do move on like a D3 or a D2 or maybe even Division One? Or are you kind of happy you have this perfect balance between I'm a lawyer, I'm doing club, I'm right. getting to do the college, I'm experiencing everything that I love and enjoy um, to the fullest. So I'm just going to keep kind of riding this wave. Yeah, I think all of that is true. I think I definitely have had um, aspirations, you know, and definitely have put my name out there. Um, not much uh, interest as far as, as as taking me on as a as a, as a foyer coach. I maybe I don't know if I'm a little past my prime in that area, you know, um, and haven't you know just uh, haven't had other college experience other than this where I'm at, you know, so. Um, but, uh, but at the same time, I, I do like it, you know, there's definitely tough days. You are right. The, 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 the constant turnover is, is not, um, not the best part of the job. The constant turnover is not fun. Um, so you are, are always recruiting and you're always looking. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I am happy. You know, I am, um, I'm in a good spot. I'm able to, uh, some days are like today or longer than others where I got, um, a lot of court and then, and then work stuff. And then, you know, um, soccer stuff in the evening. Um, so some days are longer than others, but it is, it is a good balance. It, you know, I have my own office I can come and go as I please. Um, I can coach when I want and who I want, um, <clears throat> and, you know, work when I want. And, you know, if I'm a little slow and getting something done, that's okay. No one can yell at me <laughs> to get my, my law stuff done. It's on me. It's on my clients, of course, but 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 they're all good. I take care of them. Um, so yeah, so I've had aspirations, but it doesn't seem like that's going to be uh, something that's in the cards. So you know, I'm just gonna uh, you know keep with this. I'm at a you know I'm at a state you know community college. You know, so it'll it'll be good for me in the in the long run. I'm having fun. Um, I don't you know not that I mind traveling, but I don't have to uh, recruit all over the country. I don't have to do all the all the, all the tournaments that are happening every single weekend and going to, to Florida, to North Carolina, to Texas, to California, to, you know, I don't have to do that. Um, you know, so I can, I can recruit my butt off, but also, you know, sleep in my own bed at night, you know, um, I got a dog here, so she needs, you know, she needs, she needs me around to, to, to take her out and stuff. So, 
Um, so, so we're, we're good. We're good. We're good with that. You know, I, I love college soccer for sure. Um, I, I, you know, I, I watch it during the fall, you know, watch it on ESPN and all that. Um, but you know, but, it, but it's good. It's a, it's a good balance what I have going on now. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. And that was going to be my last question I want to ask is you've got all of this, I guess, quote unquote, serious stuff that you have to take care of from lawyer to coaching. Um, what does Kevin do to just get away from yeah. all of this? Like, what are some of the hobbies that you have that kind of keep you grounded? Yeah, you yeah. These <laughs> hobbies have, have disappeared over the years, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I have a, I have a almost 12 year old uh, dog named Ix. you know, after my favorite soccer team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, got to take care of her. I mean, she does. She does get quite a bit of, of babysitting, whether it's my mom or friends and things like that, especially on weekends when I'm coaching. Mom, mom takes care, takes care of her. Um, but, uh, so she, she's, uh, you know, she's, uh, you know, uh, walking and things like that and taking care of her. Um, yeah. And then we just, I just try to get away a little bit coaching friends. I mean, I, you know, back in not too distant past, um, music was always a big thing. I loved concerts. Um, you know, books was a, was, was a huge thing. <laughs> yeah. Tons of books that I used to read. Um, that is not always, uh, gets in the, in the, in the, in the priority anymore. Um, but I always love music. Uh, so I would say other than, other than dog, probably movies are huge. I love watching movies. I got a couple of buddies that we're, we're always trying to see the new movies and, 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 you know, watching movies if we get a, a night off or, you know, just watch the movies and things like that. But, um, but yeah, it's right now it is, it is too busy to do too much, but, uh, but yeah, other than, you know, movies and, and a book here and there and, and, uh, taking the dog out, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's constant you know <laughs> constant grind so um especially now i mean now like i said illinois high school soccer is a spring so you know it's it's i have club practice monday wednesday tuesday thursday i'm trying to see high school games you know there's probably a, uh, about three weeks left of their season and then you know then summer summer dies down a little bit you know so um you know then i can relax and really you know kind of chill and, and there's you know not high school games to watch and maybe a couple club tournaments here and there start looking for you know, the juniors and the sophomores for, for college wise, for, you know, for the future, but, um, but a lot more relaxing in the summer. That's like the, that's the best time. <laughs> that's the best time to, to, to get away and maybe go see a concert or, you know, get out of town for a couple of days or something. I got friends and non a couple non-soccer friends still that are different parts of the country that are been waiting for me to come out there. So um, I will get there. I will get there, but yeah, but uh, right now, yeah, I am enjoying, you know, just trying to keep work going and, and keep busy that way. Kevin, I've really enjoyed this chat, and I'm going to shut this thing down. This is Kieran with Coach's Corner Chats with Kevin Talbot, and I'm out. Peace. What a great chat. Thanks for checking it out. If you haven't done so already, follow us on Twitter at Coaches Let's Chat. Hit that subscribe button. And once again, if you get a chance, drop a review. It's super, super helpful for growing the podcast. Have a good one. Peace.